what's poppin', my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your gracious host, the Radical Latino. What is going on? Jesus Christ. How's y'all week been? Mine's been crazy, been great. Can't complain. You know what I'm saying? Um, for those who don't know, um, this past week I just been uh, rebranding. Well, not rebranding, but changing a couple of things up that I usually uh, do. And what I ended up doing um, was actually changing the logo. Uh, you know, gave it something different. And uh, that, that's the logo that you guys are seeing now. Um, the, you know, re-image of the logo. You know what I'm saying? So I hope you guys enjoy it. Just let me know what you guys think about it. Also, I want to give a big shout out to Goya Studios. <laughs> I'm actually in the studio again. Um, it's called, um, you know, I'm in the Goya Bean Factory. You know what I'm saying? I'm all the way in the back where they make the beans and shit and they like can it up. So, you know, shout out to them for having me again. You know what I mean? Again, they don't know what I record. They just let me in the room and I just do my thing. You know what I'm saying? But shouts out to them. So, let's get into the shits. The first thing I want to talk about um, is the black fishing thing. So, I put out a video, like, I'll say three weeks ago, I'm going to say. I don't want to literally date the show. I don't want to do that. But, anyway... Like three weeks ago, whatever, on my YouTube about black fishing. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I was exposing, you know, all these white women who put dark makeup and mess up their hair to make it look black or whatever the case is. And like put br fake braids on and all that. So I made a video, right? Saying like, listen, you know, black fishing. This is what the term black fishing is. You know, white woman pretending to be black and all this other stuff. You know, doing. And there was this one white girl, one white girl, thick as fuck. One white girl that I even put put on my Instagram. I'm like, yo, how shorty got so thick? You know what I'm saying? And the thing, you know, you know, for me it just took off. You know, um, it ended up. She ended up commenting that same girl that I was like, God damn, how did she get so thick? She ended up commenting and saying that, you know, going to the gym and all this other stuff. So she was getting her own little backlash her damn self. You know what I mean? Um, she was getting some death, death threats or whatever the case is. I actually reached out to tell her like, yo, you know, you want to come to the, to the, you know, to my podcast and have an interview, so, you know, talk your side or whatever the case is. She never responded and she never even seen him. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, some chick from London or whatever, but the thing is, um, if you see her photos, you know, when she was younger, you know, two photos that she posted up, um, first of all, bad quality, you know what I'm saying? Bad quality. But anyway, she posted up two photos when she was younger. She was white as fuck. And now you dark as hell. And every other photo that she has up, her skin color keeps on changing. Like being black and then a white, black and white and then olive. You know what I'm saying? It keeps on changing. So I'm like, yo, shorty, what the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like your, your, your skin doesn't even know. So she came out and well, she came out on her YouTube first. So she made a YouTube channel, right? And she came out explaining this whole black fishing thing on her YouTube channel. Now, this is like a couple of weeks ago, but 
recently she was actually on the BBC the the channel not not the not the other thing but the, the BBC the channel um on BBC like giving her side of the story and there's a couple of things that don't add up you know what I'm saying there's a couple of things that don't add up like check this out I'm gonna let you guys hear her YouTube channel right and then I'm gonna let you guys hear what she uh, says on the BBC okay okay let's jump straight to the accusations that I've been getting uh, let me start off with braids one of the main things so everyone assumed that I had got braids because one it was a sponsored post which everyone was mad at because they thought I didn't understand the culture and I just got it because I'm an influencer and that's what influencers do they just get you know promotions la -dee -da -dee -da -dee -da. no I got braids because I was supporting my friend's little sister's business okay so she got it because she was supporting her little sister's her friend's little sister's business on some braids or whatever right she her little her friend's little sister put braids on a white woman and she was supposed to be sponsoring these this thing you know what i'm saying and she didn't know anything about it she she didn't know it was culturally insensitive and all this other stuff some girl that is pretending to be another race didn't know that braids wasn't supposed to you know what i'm saying okay now this is what she said in the bbc example braids i'll just probably be more cautious and with hairstyles i'll probably not get braids again just because it offended so many people so now she's gonna be more cautious on her hairstyles not that she actually was promoting her friend's little sister's business or anything like that she didn't she didn't even say nothing like that she said she'll be more cautious on her hairstyles meaning she did this on purpose let's cut the bullshit all right let's cut the bullshit we know exactly what's going on you understand we know exactly what's going on these these women out here tanning themselves up putting braids or whatever first of all show didn't even delete her post show didn't delete that 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 post where she has the braids on and stuff like that she didn't delete it if she really cared about that she would have put an update on her post saying like listen i was this and this and this and this i'm sorry blah 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 and deleted it no she didn't she didn't delete all that because she knows exactly what the hell she's doing let's let's be the, let's keep it a, a hundred right now you know what i'm saying she knows exactly what she's doing once she's saying she's promoting a, a friend's sister's whatever business and then now she's gonna be more cautious on what she does nah get the fuck out of here no that's bullshit i feel like she was passing for black and they gave her some money hey here's some braids promote that and she went on and did it you know what i'm saying why do i know that it's because she still has that post and if that's her sister's friend business then her business, um, her sister's friend's business is probably getting jeopardized because of this. You know what I'm saying? So let, let, let's, let's come on. Let's be 100% uh, clear right now. You know what I'm saying? Let's be 100% clear. Whatever shorty is saying is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's complete bullshit. I don't believe that one bit. Deadass. I do not believe that one fucking bit. But anyway, family. 
moving on to the next topic. Kevin Hart. My man, Kevin Hart, was all over the news. You know what I'm saying? He was all over the news. He was uh, puff pieces and blogs and all this other stuff because he was supposed to be the host of the Oscars, I believe. I think that's what it was, the Academy Awards or whatever. Anyway, so he was supposed to be the host. But then somebody went out and started getting his old tweets and surfaced a lot of what they call homophobic tweets. And they brought it up and started saying, like, listen, he shouldn't be hosting the Oscars because of these homophobic tweets and all this other stuff, blah, 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 right? And to be honest, I feel like this is all bullshit because, mind you, Kevin Hart is a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart is a comedian. Most comics, they go over the edge on their comedy. He's a comedian. And if you read these tweets, they're in a comedic fashion. You know what I'm saying? But this is what white supremacy do, does. That's what white supremacists like to do. They like to take one little thing and blow it up and actually make the, the victim, especially a black victim, wrong. You know what I'm saying? And this is another form of them saying, this is an example of reverse racism. This is an example of reverse racism. See, black people could be racist too. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's cut the bullshit. You know what I mean? Let, let's cut the bullshit. So this is, this is what happened. Kevin Hart didn't apologize. He was saying that he apologized before. There's no point of apologizing. What's the point of apologizing? All that other stuff. Because he already apologized before. This is something that's always been brought up and all that. But now, he um, went on and actually apologized, saying that he stepped down and I'm sorry. So my man apologized. You know what I'm saying? My man apologized. And let me read you guys the tweet. All right? Let me read you guys the tweets that basically, just, uh, just a small slew of tweets that basically got him you know, messed up in the game. So he was writing to someone, uh, Damien DW, right? He was like, why does Damien DW profile pic look like a gay billboard ad for AIDS? Boom. I'm on fire tonight. Again, comedic. That, that shit is fucking funny as hell. But comedic. You know, a comedic um, tweet. It's funny as shit, you know? Another one. Why does Wayne's 215 have so many pictures of me on his phones? Why are you some type of fat fag that takes pics of small black men all day? Again, it's funny. He's just poking fun. This is like male humor. It's not that serious. And mind you, he's tweeting these things to people. You know what I'm saying? And another one. You should ask a question like this. How many gay men sweat when they wear dress shirts because real men don't LMAO, PS, fag, you know? Again, comedic. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. And the other one is like, if your son comes home and he's trying to play with your daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. <laughs> 
again it's it's comedy it's comedy he's just playing around you know what i'm saying he's just playing around but this is the thing whenever it comes to somebody black and especially black people you know when it comes to black people whenever they're in a high position white supremacists always want to knock them down a notch listen you can't be that successful listen you can't be up there like that listen i can still control you you know what i'm saying this 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 backlash is just about um, remember it's about hosting the the award show okay it's nothing that big of a fucking deal but this basically shows how easy how easy somebody's livelihood can be taken away because you know why i'm gonna read you guys some tweets from white comedians that said gay shit also and nobody's going after them to apologize for example amy schumer first of all she's non-funny by the way she's a fat fuck anyway amy schumer says enjoy skyfall fags i'm about to kneel deep in helen hunt all right okay whatever right that's that's comedic right okay she's unfunny as hell but anyway this is another one by sarah silverman i don't mean this in a hateful way but the new bachelorette's a faggot okay sarah silverman just went all out she said the new bachelorette's a faggot okay she she's not apologizing for this and which one i really like find hilarious but Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, the dude with, you know, with the podcast, he gets like millions of hits and all this MMA fighter and all that other bullshit. All right. Joe Rogan, you know, he said, me and Goldie looks like fags. Me and Goldie looking like fags. Hmm. Joe Rogan said this. Now I had to, I, there was screenshots being posted because after shout out to Tariq Nasheed, all right shout out to him he's been going in on comedians white comedians especially who use you know the 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 gay and faggot word you know what i'm saying and they're not getting backlash for this joe rogan ended up deleting his tweets well especially this tweet people started screenshotting it you know what i mean people started screenshotting it um if you guys go to my instagram my twitter you probably will see it but he started screenshot oh people started screenshotting this he ended up deleting it hmm i wonder why you know what i'm saying i wonder why so why are only black entertainers being affected by the 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 lynch mob of you know you 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 gotta apologize for what you say and all this other stuff you know to me, this this has this has a footholding on racism. Let's be completely honest. This has a footholding on racism, on itself. And I think that if Kevin Hart had to apologize, then these all these white comedians, if comedy or comedians aren't gonna be held on you know the form that they're you know that they're going by is comedy you know what i'm saying they should be they should be coming out these especially these comedians should be coming out and apologizing 
if we're gonna start, you know, nitpicking at everything that they say, okay, you should apologize for that. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is very unfair. Um, I thought it was not nothing serious. It was a nothing burger, you know. Um, Kevin Hart is basically being railroaded right now, and he is basically being another example of listen. I know this is not important, just being the host of a award show, but this is a message. Listen, we could stop your bag at any time. Listen, we could stop your bag at any time. So I think Kevin Hart should really, you know, he should really, you know, pay attention and really listen to what is going on because this is going to be something that he might, this might be bigger than what it is you know what i'm saying like they might just use this for something else you know what i mean but um just just wanted to give my thoughts on that also did you guys know that james field was found guilty on first degree murder and many other um counts he found guilty on but for those who don't know james field was the guy in charlottesville who killed heather hire who drove the car and all this other stuff to Heather Heyer. See, now, you know, he got, he was found guilty. All right, let's just see how much time he's going to get, you know? But, you know, that's a small victory. You know what I mean? These white supremacists are out here, you know, committing acts of terror. And they're actually out here doing God knows what they're doing to actually achieve their goals, you know? But I've been see this is a narrative that especially the white supremacist media are trying to spew and twist. So the narrative is that James was actually being attacked by Antifa. You know, these Antifa is these anti-fascist people or whatever. Basically they're anti-white supremacists. You know, these are non-racist white people who attack white supremacists, you know, because of hate speech or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so James was being attacked by Antifa and because he was so scared he got in his Dodge and ran people over because he wanted to escape. Now this is the same defense that his lawyer tried to you know come up with. You know what I'm saying? And this is the same defense that James is trying to come up with. Let me just say that's all lies. Okay? Every video that I saw that they said listen this is proof they I'm not showing no proof the only somewhat proof that they have is some dude from Antifa talking about I chase James into his car it's only one person they're not even circulating this the whole thing around there's only one person saying that they chase someone into a car all right that that doesn't mean nothing you know what I'm saying because evidence shows that James went outside the whole protest area to go to his car. He literally went outside the area. He was free. He was good. He could have just driven off. My man went outside the area, get into his car to drive back into the area. Okay. So this shows intent. This shows that he wasn't chased nowhere. This shows that everything that he says is lies. And this shows that he actually wanted to kill someone 
and he ended up doing it unfortunately you know what i mean so with all these other people saying that oh he was chased he was actually a victim get the fuck out of here first of all i don't feel sorry for no white supremacist you know i don't feel sorry for no white supremacist getting harmed fuck them all right they believe in hate they believe in oppression they believe in killing they believe in stealing i'm not gonna feel sorry for them because they don't feel sorry for me okay they don't feel sorry because really quickly really quickly they'll go out and like fuck me up so get the fuck out of here i don't feel sorry for that i don't feel sorry for that and i hope my man gets get the book thrown at him you know what i'm saying i really do i really hope he gets the book thrown at him you know what i'm saying but that's what it is with that update you know um that james uh the james fields guy you know go fuck yourself bro anyway so another thing that i've uh came to my attention was this tommy lauren immigration comment so for those who don't know tommy lauren is this blonde hair bimbo on fox news she was on um she was on i think i forgot the the news organization but she was on something before and she used to have this segment called final thoughts so she's a, a extremely right wing extremely conservative and she will have these like little final thoughts and she will just go on for like maybe one or three minutes one minute or three minutes just going in on what her final thoughts were with like some very very big vitriol you know she was very hateful and just saying it how she thinks and all this other stuff so most of her stuff was going viral most of her stuff was going viral until she actually stepped out of white supremacist code and said that she's actually for women taking um you know like allowing women to have abortions and stuff like that because of that they dropped her from that you know organization that news organization and out of that that's when she went to fox news and fox news picked her up because you know fox news is the race um you know the race casino <laughs> is the ra is a race building of news organizations you know what i'm saying if you're racist and you and and you don't mind uh, spilling that anti-black um you know hatred oh it's totally fine join fox news you know what i'm saying as long as you don't have pictures of you wearing hoods or you know any racist tattoos it's totally fine they don't you know if you're too blatantly racist oh they got a problem with that you know but if you use your racism but you actually you know put it under the table yeah that's totally fine we, we, we could rock with you you know so she went to fox news right and she doing the same thing you know like her same little thing talking um bad about you know um latin people talking bad about black people calling um black lives matter terrorism a terrorist and all this other. so anyway so all this happened right now she did a segment well she said her thoughts on the whole caravan immigration situation which i've been very silent about because to be honest um i'm not pro or against the immigration immigrants coming in mind you i'm one generation um immigrant you know i was born here but my parents obviously you know they came over here or whatever so i do understand that people want a better lifestyle 
but also I do understand that when they come here, for the most part, Latinos, for the most part, they like to side with white supremacy. And I already explained it multiple times, so I'm, you know, I'm. It's not like I'm on, on the fence with that. Is that you know I rather just stay silent, but y'all should already know what my stance is with it. You know, I'm not, I'm against white supremacy. So if you are a Latin immigrant, you come here and you're already side with white supremacy. Go fuck yourself. That's basically how it is. That's how I think. But so this is where her ideas of the immigrant caravan comes into play. She's not talking about immigrants. She's just talking about Latin people in general. And let's be completely honest. That's exactly what it is. So I'm gonna let you guys listen to what she said. Migrants who came with the caravan are suffering from respiratory infections, tuberculosis, chickenpox, and other serious health issues. Yeah, out of 6,000 migrants currently residing in the city, over a third of them are being treated for health-related issues. There are three confirmed cases of tuberculosis, four cases of HIV-AIDS, and four separate cases of chickenpox. Oh, and over 100 migrants have lice and multiple instances of skin infections. Oh, and there's also the threat of a hepatitis outbreak. Thousands of these migrants were being housed at the sports complex near the San Isidro U.S.-Mexico port of entry, despite the fact the complex can only hold about 1,000. But apparently, these migrants also had a coughing and spitting problem because a no-spitting sign had to be put up at the shelter. But it's so gross, migrants are now moving to a new government-run facility because the sports complex was overrun with mud, lice, and respiratory infections. The city of Tijuana says it's spending close to $30,000 a day to care for these people. So what happens if we usher them on into the United States? People in border states like mine better pull their heads out of the sand real quick. Do you want TB, HIV, AIDS, chickenpox, and hepatitis in your communities at your children's schools? Because I have a feeling the warm and fuzzy spirit of compassion doesn't treat or prevent diseases like those. The bitch is acting like we got the plague. God damn. This bitch talk about chickenpox. Like, come on, really? Chickenpox is only like, what, three cases of chickenpox. You, you, we don't have the technology to cure chickenpox. You know, lice? There's more white people with lice out here than fucking Latinos. Get the fuck out of here. It's like, what, three cases or some shit? AIDS? That's something you can't control. And plus, if you're not fucking them, who cares? This bitch looks like the... I mean, this bitch sounds like we're, we're bringing in the plague. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Listen, the thing is, she will not dare or she doesn't think or she doesn't even say things about white immigrants that come to this country the same way as she's saying to latin immigrants who are coming into this country you know what i'm saying mind you these migrant car caravan people she's talking about the people that's being housed in tijuana and also the ones that actually came through here so she's acting like we're a disease riddled epidemic you know what i'm saying a disease riddle epidemic little history lesson sweetie latin people didn't start getting syphilis until the spanish came okay it's a historical fact it's a historical fact the reason why we got syphilis is because of the spaniards that came into mexico okay it's a historical fact and do you know why the spaniards had syphilis
because they started fucking sheeps. Look that up. The way they got syphilis was because they were fucking sheeps. They were having sex with sheeps. Look that up. I'm dead serious. Uh, these They're talking about us being disease riddled people. They were out there in Europe fucking animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You serious? Nah. If we really want to talk about disease riddled people, let's take a really good and hard look at Europe's history of disease. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for the Moors, you guys wouldn't even know nothing about bathing, culture, and keeping your animals separate from where you guys live. So let's be completely honest talking about disease. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. First of all, her parents, Tommy Lawrence's parents are immigrants, okay? Tommy Lawrence's parents are immigrants, okay? So she's the last one to talk about, the last one to talk about immigration and this is right for this country. She's a white woman that what even, she's not even supposed to be here. She's a white people don't even have a right to this land. If we really want to keep it a hundred, you know what I'm saying? If we really want to keep it a hundred, white people don't even have a right to this land. So I don't know why she's getting all hot and bothered about something really small. You know what I'm saying? She's acting like we're just walking disease. Like, are you serious? Get the fuck out of here. You know, but that's what white supremacist does. That's what white supremacy is. Okay. They like to relabel people to justify why they will harm us. You know, that's basically what it is. It happened all the way back in history. They relabeled black people and they so justify why they will overwork them. They relabeled black people to justify why they will rape them. They relabeled black people to justify why they were constantly beating them to death. All right. So you have to relabel the person to justify your actions towards it. That's what's called cognitive dissonance. Okay. That's what it is. And let's be honest is that's what she's doing and talks like that is extremely, extremely dangerous. All right. I really wanted to, uh, now I'm talking to my Latin people who are Republicans. I'm talking to my Latin people who actually are siding with her side. I'm talking to my Latin people who actually believe in the right wing um, ideology. I'm talking, you know, you guys are coons in your society. We Latin people don't look at you. But for the most part, most of us don't look at you like Latinos. Let's be completely honest. We uh, we should be ostracizing you guys because let's be, let's be honest. Look what she thinks about you. You know what I'm saying? Looks what she thinks about you. Look what she actually is talking about your people. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I actually talked to some of these white or right wing Latin people, you know, Latin white supremacists on Twitter. And the first thing I ask is, are you not Latino? You know what I'm saying? And they go into this whole other, you know, thing or all around the world and go get the fuck out of here with all that bullshit. Listen, listen, you guys want to side with white supremacy so bad and you want to bang with them. She is telling you exactly how she feels about you. She is telling you how she looks about you because when the shit goes down, they're not going to be shooting with you. They're going to be shooting at you. Okay. Let's be completely honest. That's exactly what it is. They do not see Latin people as their allies. They do not see Latin people as their buddies. They do not see Latin people as their friends. 
They see us the same way as black people. The same way. There's no difference. There's no, you know, oh, well, maybe they might. No, 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 no. They see us the same way as black people. The only thing is that we just going to be in the house, you know, doing maintenance. You know what I'm saying? That's how they like it. That's how they like us. They have us in the house just doing maintenance work. You know, just it doesn't matter where in the plantation or in the prison that we're in. We're all in the same prison. White supremacy is a prison. Okay, just because certain people get certain privileges doesn't mean shit. We're still in the prison. Okay, we're still in that prison. All right. So let's cut the bullshit and us Latin people. Latin, first of all, y'all Latin people, y'all on the on that side, y'all guys gotta wise up real quick before they y'all get your nigga wake up call. And I have a feeling that it's starting to become that way. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better rise wise up real quick because it won't won't take long. It won't take much for them to actually flip on y'all. And actually show y'all what, what y'all really are. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, sometimes people got to, like, learn on their own. You feel me? <laughs> so, anyway. So, let me just get to the main topic of the show. Debunking black and Latin crime stats. Now, whenever you talk to a white supremacist, whenever you talk to somebody on the you know right wing or, or, or left doesn't really matter but whenever you talk to certain people like this right they always like to bring up stats 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 that the statistics say this the, the statistics say that you know what i'm saying and they like to hold that over your head like it's you know a winning you know game like they got something over you that's it they trumped you you can't say nothing because this is proof for those who don't know, a lot of people may know, but for those who don't, stats are extremely, extremely skewed, okay? Stats are extremely skewed. You cannot get all your answers on just stats because it could be, the reason why they're skewed is because if a stat comes out for a particular thing, it just goes for a particular stuff and then it'll give you, you know, different readings and it doesn't account for other variables. That's why stats are very skewed. So whenever you go up to someone that says, oh, well, I got stats, I got stats. No, no, no. I don't care about stats. Give me the raw numbers. Give me the raw numbers because raw numbers don't lie. Raw numbers do not lie. It gets very simple and it's very direct. For example, on YouTube, they don't give you stats of views. They don't give you, well, 13% of people saw this video. No, they don't, they don't care about stats. They give you raw numbers. Album sales, they do the same thing. They don't give you stats of album sales. Oh, uh, this album sold 55% more than this album. How much did it sold? 60%. That, that doesn't make any sense. They give you raw numbers. Whenever you do business deals and they want to see something, they don't look at stats on people's earnings. They look at raw numbers. 
So whenever you go up against someone that wants to bring up stats, don't don't ask them. Listen, I don't care about stats. Give me the raw numbers, because raw numbers do not lie. All right, and stats is a very common white supremacist tactic to basically throw you off your game. You know, when they talk about, well, you know, the majority of people on welfare are black and Latin people because the stats say, you know, again, give me the raw numbers. Give me the raw numbers. I've won I've been wanting to do an episode like this for maybe maybe two months. But I never really got around to it because other things came into the way, you know, but recently, um, shouts out to the, this Instagram account again, La Revolucion Ciudadana EC, shouts out to them. Also go follow them on Instagram, you know, um, I'm a tag them on the, on the, on the post that I always, you know, tag them on if they bring me something, you know, on my Instagram. So go follow them. But yeah, so they, they, uh, they posted something on American Renaissance, you know, the website from American Renaissance. For those who don't know, American Renaissance is a white supremacist website that's run by a white supremacist named Jared Taylor. Okay. Jared Taylor is a staunch white supremacist. He is a staunch white supremacist. He believes in black people having lower IQs. He believes that um, Hispanics, which is Latin people, you know, I don't like to say Hispanics. I don't like to say Spanish. No, we're Latin people. Anyway, Latin people um, also have lower IQs. We have higher crime rates in the Latin community. So he, he believes in all this other stuff, but he is very soft-spoken, very respectful, very, like he has this, um, the way he enunciates and talks, it's like, he, he talks like a very privileged, high-class white person. Like, you know, those stereotypical rich white people talks like, yeah, so I was in my yacht the other day. <laughs> like, he talks like that, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how he talks. He talks like he's like extremely wealthy, like, you know, a very stereotypical rich white person, you know? So he made this, uh, this thing called, I believe the crime book or the, no, the color of crime. It basically means crime between races. That's basic. So he, he updated this version and he made a book. Um, of stats against stats of crime in the you know Latin and black community and he's saying that we Latin people and black people commit a lot more crime than regular white people do whites and Asians you know that's what he's saying you know if you even ask him why he's gonna go lower IQ this lower IQ that mind you listen all of his beliefs, all of his research is all based on pseudoscience. Things that's been debunked time and time again. Things that's been debunked repeatedly. 
even people who choose to practice that pseudoscience, they get ridiculed because it's proven to be false. Okay? Crime, it's not racially based whatsoever. So he made this book and he also made a video along with this book, basically breaking down the whole book, you know, in, in video format. And I'm going to go through the video. I'm going to let you guys listen to all his bullshit. You know, I'm going to be cutting it, um, you know, up. I'm not going to be cutting, cutting it out of context. So don't even think about, you know, oh, you could have context. No, no, get the fuck out of here. If you guys are listening to this on YouTube, that video description is going to be down below. So you guys can see the whole entirety, the whole entire video in, in its entirety. If this is on the podcast, just click on details or on the photo, or whatever, on iPhone or whatever. And I'll be having the video link up also. But I'm going to go through the whole thing. So you guys could just, you know, the only thing I'm going to be cutting out is things that you can't see because this is a podcast format, you know, it's listening based. So that's the only thing I'm going to be cutting out. Okay. So you guys going to listen to what he says. I'm going to interject just a little bit so you guys could um, retain the information. And then I'm going to debunk his bullshit. All right. So here we go. Hello, I'm Jared Taylor. My organization, American Renaissance, has just published an updated version of our report, The Color of Crime. Okay, so you guys are hearing Jared Taylor right now. And again, like they published an updated form, right? All right. So you guys are going to start hearing what he has to say about blacks. He's going to start off with blacks and then he's going to end off with Latin people. You know what I'm saying? So here we go. Many people believe that the only reason blacks are more likely than whites to be arrested is because of racist police. In fact, the evidence suggests very strongly that the police simply arrest people who commit crime and people of different races commit crime at very different rates. So basically what he's saying is that people just commit crime because of, you know, their race. They so happen just to commit crime and they don't commit crime because of anything else. It's just their race and police are not racist. Well, I'm not saying all police are racist, but the justice system is not based on the white supremacist system. They just get the criminals. That's all it is. There's nothing to question. It's just so happened. You motherfuckers like to commit crime. Y'all niggas just love crime. You know, there's nothing to even question. That's, that's basically what he's saying. So here's some more. Police arrest criminals. And if they arrest more blacks than Asians say, it is because blacks commit more crime. How much more? Believe it or not, nobody knows. It's impossible to get national figures by race since the FBI lumps Hispanics in with whites. Here is Daniel Guzman, wanted by the FBI. The FBI thinks he's white. And here's Napoleon Castro, another white man, according to the FBI. Many cities, however, distinguish between blacks, whites, Hispanics, and Asians. Take New York City. All right, so he's gonna cherry pick right now New York City, my hometown. New York, your was popping. So he's gonna distinguish, he's gonna cherry pick, I'm sorry, cherry pick New York City, right? Like you guys heard previously, 
that hey we just so happen to love crime because that's what our race loves we're just a bunch of criminal niggas out here just doing our shit and being hooligans drinking hooligan juice you know what i'm saying that that's what he believes that's what he's saying and there's no such thing as uh, some of uh, racist cops or the justice system being racist it's just so happy listen we're just criminals and they just arrest us why are we complaining so he's gonna he just cherry picked new york city and right now he has a graph right he has a graph showing the different crimes his uh, latin people not his latin people are literally one bracket below black people still in a high amount of rate still high high amount but we're just one bracket below right and he's saying that we are the two most notorious people committing crimes in New York City. Oh my God, this is crazy, right? Check this out. And notice the pattern. For all these crimes, blacks are arrested at higher rates than Hispanics, and Hispanics are arrested at higher rates than Asians. These arrest rates don't mean that the NYPD hates blacks and Hispanics and loves Asians and whites. They mean that a hugely disproportionate number of criminals in New York City are either black or Hispanic. So that's what he's saying. He's like the disproportionate numbers are black and Hispanics or you know, black and Latin people breaking and doing mo most of the crime, right? Then he goes on to make this wild, crazy claim if white people were the majority in New York City, crime will be non-existence. Check this out. Here's a different way to think about it. Let's imagine an all-white New York City. If the additional whites committed crimes at exactly the same rate as the whites who live there now, do you know by how much crime would fall? Murder would drop by 91%. Robbery by 81%. And shootings would decline by 97%. You could lay off most of the police force. Wow. Lay off most of the police force. Lay off most of the police force. So th this study that he got was like around 2016 or whatever the case was, right? Now, I'm going to give you guys the current uh, racial st um, study of 2018 in New York City, right? So, for New York City, where I live, racially, the percentage, or I can't see the wrong numbers, they just giving me percentages now, right? The percentage of the population of New York City, of white people, is 44.6%, right? Hispan um, no, Asians are only 11, which is very low. Hispanics and black people, right? Black people are 25 and Hispanics, which is Latin people, are 27.5. Basically, we make up more, blacks and Latin people make up more than white people in New York City. And this is what they said about New York City. Well, while crime is up in many cities, New York City's crime rate has fallen to levels not seen since the 1950s. The NYPD says there have been 289 murders this year. That's down from a peak of more than 2,200 in 1990. Wow, so crime is down. And uh, there's not that many white people in New York City. So 
that's you know isn't that a hole in his logic you know what i'm saying that's a really big hole in that logic right now he also claimed that police are not racist there's no racist justice system there's nothing that has to do with um racism or bias it's just that we just love to commit crime because it's racially based now i'm going to let you guys listen to this police officer in baltimore named mike wood he basically came out and started snitching on the department and basically said listen this department is racist it likes to target black people this is in baltimore all right these are these are you know police officers coming out literally almost every day snitching on the police department saying that they like to target black people and all this other stuff i'm gonna let him talk about it this is mike wood he joined the baltimore police department in 2003 when he was 24 but retired last year with a shoulder injury disillusioned and feeling as if he was hurting the people of baltimore more than helping them he's a friendly outgoing and charismatic guy I shouldn't have been surprised since over the past month, he's gotten a lot of practice at being camera ready. After going on a Twitter rant in which he revealed a series of awful things that he saw his fellow officers do while on the job, he has become the go-to dissident in the law enforcement community for journalists everywhere, an informed critic with an inside view of a culture that has come under unprecedented scrutiny over the past year. Close out our tour, Mike took me to a part of Baltimore that was very different from everything we'd seen so far, a white neighborhood on the north side of town. It's where he was transferred after about four years on the force. He found the contrast astonishing. He also found it difficult to make his numbers because all of a sudden he didn't have anyone to arrest. His solution? Drive two blocks away into a part of town where he could easily find young black men. So who would you arrest here? For what? It seems like you need a reason. You were saying earlier but that But you don't! That's the thing you're not understanding. So like they were in the street. Uh-huh. That's, That's it? Enough. That's enough? Yeah. It's jaywalking. Okay, so if they throw a cigarette on the ground, you can do it. And people do those petty arrests. You'll see them. So Freddie Gray being arrested for a spring-loaded pocket knife, you can't tell me that black people carry spring-assisted pocket knives at a greater ratio than white people do, that's, that's, or even Hispanics because they're doing the construction sites around here. That's, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Of course we all have spring... I have a spring-assisted pocket knife. Conveniently, legally, there's an exception for police, imagine that. So when you go and you look at the arrest records, what are you going to see? But the people here are carrying spring-assisted pocket knives at the same ratio as the people up there. So we're not focused on the crime of the spring-assisted pocket knife. We're focused on the crime of being black. Ah, there we go. This is Baltimore. A police officer, a former police officer who's been on the job for a while, even came out saying that that's all bullshit. We basically target the weak black people and hispanics that's who we target because they're easily easier to arrest that's what he's basically saying so that's basically debunking jerry taylor's bullshit but you know even more officers came out like for example this is book named breaking rank and this uh this another officer that actually came out snitching on his whole department to the point where he started getting death threats he had to change his name and even live um somewhere else in the country you know what i'm saying so this this stuff all always happens but let's focus on new york because jerry taylor specifically cherry picked new york city so let's focus on that maybe hey listen maybe jerry taylor's white right you know maybe there's no racist cops in new york city 
Who knows? An NYPD cop who is suing the department has released audio of an interaction that he had with his commanding officer. Now, the reason why he did this is because he believes that it shows a perfect example of how his commanding officer was pressuring him to target specific communities and specific people, specifically black people. Now, again, this is audio that an NYPD cop has released himself uh, and I want you guys to take a listen to it. But before we do so, let me give you some more context into the lawsuit. So in January, uh, Birch, Michael Birch is the name of the cop who's filing the lawsuit, filed a lawsuit against the city and several individual NYPD officials alleging that he was retaliated against for speaking out about what he calls an illegal quota system. A judge dismissed his complaint and he filed an appeal with a higher court last month. Now, he still works for the NYPD, but at the time of this recording that you're about to listen to, he was a transit cop. Right now, he has been transferred out of that department, and he is no longer working under the official that you're going to hear in the, in the audio. So take a listen, and we'll discuss. Who commits the crime? Who commits the crime? Well, it's mostly teenagers, anywhere between the ages of 15 and 19, mostly male, black, and Hispanics. Okay. Who are you stopping? Everybody. I stop everybody. 54 tags up to 820. Mm-hmm. 25 of the female tags. Okay. Like I said, I stop everybody. I'm not targeting anybody, first of all. Well, you just told me who, who I, that guy does. Yeah, I know that. But it also, there's also other people who are committing violations as well. I'm not saying so that there's not violations being made. Male blacks that you commit the crime? Plenty of people that I write summonses to are male blacks and you male Hispanics. Male blacks. Not for the whole year. And I have... You're telling me for the whole year, I only stop two male blacks for um, some of January 1st. All right, I'm going to stop it right there. But goddamn, Jared, your whole argument is falling apart, buddy. Goddamn. My God. So right there, you guys heard, you know, uh, interaction with a police officer and their captain. And he, I was going to play the whole goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, link in the description, whatever. But... You guys will hear, you know, him basically saying, yo, you only stopped two male blacks. Or, like, they were okay with the Hispanics. Okay, you stopped, like, eight Hispanics. But only two, but you already told me who the bad guys are and all that. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the only one. NYPD officers are suing the department. Multiple ones. Multiple NYPD officers are suing the department. Here, here's another one. Well, a dozen black and Hispanic police officers are suing NYPD and the city of New York. They claim their bosses have been forcing them to carry out illegal arrest quotas against their own minority communities. And one of these officers has filed a separate lawsuit claiming he's being punished by his fellow cops for whistleblowing. Well, this is quite a significant story because these are acting police officers who are suing NYPD and the city. These officers are African-American and Hispanic, and they claim that there is this illegal quota system that black and Latino cops are subjected to. And they claim that they're being forced to arrest or summon certain amounts of citizens from their own minorities, which doesn't happen to white police officers, they say, and well, ultimately has very little to do with justice. And I managed to speak with one of those cops, Officer Polanco. Here's what he had to say. Ultimately, what we're doing is promoting the chief. The chief want to get promoted. The captain want to get promoted. They want better numbers than one before. And um, it, we play the game as an officer. We are all the way at the bottom where our job is to follow the rules. It's about 
having a set number is like telling somebody's gonna get killed today regardless and we need to address it there's so much proof out there there's so many lawsuits that already have established a, a, a quarter in the police department there's so many recordings wow that's crazy that jared oh man all your little stats and graphs and books that's all you know tumbling down what's going on bro jesus christ uh a uh, Latino over here who loves crime and with low IQ points is kind of debunking your bullshit. Listen, all of this is, you know, all of this is proving me me right. All of this is bullshit. You know, there's no such thing as those little stats. These are forced. This is all BS. And just because I'm petty, here are NYPD officers out of their own mouth suing the city and saying that they target black and Latin people. The problem is when you go hunting, when you put any type of numbers on a police officer to perform, we are gonna go to the most vulnerable. The most vulnerable. The most vulnerable, boom, right there. There you have it, the most vulnerable. The most, who are the most vulnerable? You know what I'm saying? Who are the most vulnerable? But they'll explain it. We're gonna go to the black community. We're gonna go to those people that have no boat, that have no power. If we start doing what we're doing in midtown Manhattan, a phone call to the mayor's office is going to be made. That's going to be the end of it. We're the predators, they are the prey. The worst thing you can have is a police officer that needs an arrest for the month. So you're all minorities. How does that make you feel? It's, it's horrible. This is something coming from the top that trickles its way down, and this is why we're all here today. We first interviewed Officer Edwin Raymond last month. He says he's been recording conversations with NYPD officials for the past two years in an effort to prove alleged quotas and retaliation against cops who don't rack up numbers. They're breaking the law. Raymond's claims elicited this expletive from the police commissioner. Oh, is it? It is my response to that. The commissioner insists his policies are focused on the quality of arrests and summonses, not the quantity. The officer's attorney. Is the commissioner lying? Yes. Commissioner Bratton is lying. How can you prove this? I can prove it with testimony, with recordings, with documents. All he wants us to do is go out there and lock them up. They told us it's, 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 it's easy to get numbers out here because you, you work in this type of community. Are you arresting for stuff that you shouldn't be arresting for? Well, that's why we're here. We don't do it. We refuse. And because of that, we are retaliated against. Because you're not harassing people, you're being punished. You know? And it, it doesn't make for a great work environment because they want you to harass people. The lawsuit claims minority officers are punished more severely than white cops for failing to meet quotas. The city denies it. Boom, boom, right there, boom. You know what I'm saying? They they are doing this deliberately. And these little numbers, that don't mean shit. These little numbers don't mean anything. Give me the raw data. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. All of these, you know, arrests, doesn't mean anything that we commit crimes or, or none of that bullshit. That is all bullshit. They arrest us in an alarming rate because we're the weak. We are the most vulnerable. You heard it yourself. And the thing is, this is the double-edged sword. This is how they fuck us up. They actually pressure our own people to become the slave masters. They pressure our own people to become the abusers. They pressure our own people to actually do the harming for them. So yes, sometimes we're gonna have some self-hating people in our community. This is why, and it's all deliberately. 
it's all being deliberate it's all deliberate but yet jared taylor doesn't seem to talk about how there's racial laws in the books there's racial laws out here in the books talking about pan sagging laws stop and frisk the blindfold law you know things like that that will attack our community he doesn't seem to mention that there's no stats on that right there isn't no stats on that but best believe there's stats that say that black and latin people commit more crimes get the fuck all the way out of here that's all bullshit you know what i'm saying that's all bullshit don't believe it and remember guys whenever somebody calls out and brings out these little stats and all that just tell them yo show me the raw numbers you know what i'm saying well i hope you guys like what you heard i hope you guys like what you hear um if you guys want to follow me or hit me up go to my instagram and my twitter at radical underscore latino underscore that's my instagram that's my twitter both at the same name let me know what you guys think also um go to the link in the description down below to see all the sources that i'm gonna be posting up and all that all right i'm gonna catch you guys later peace